My name is Paul Riley, also known as Political Paul, and this is The Riley Rant, a weekly podcast where we discuss all things political, professional, and personal. Let's rant. Thank you for tuning in to the 19th official episode of The Riley Rant. As was noted in the intro, we discuss all things political, professional, and personal. And as I mentioned, we're now at episode 19 over the span of five months. So if you've missed any other content, would encourage you to go back and revisit them, check out different topics that we've been covering, share your feedback, and ultimately I hope that you will gain something valuable from the different episodes that you can apply to your life and to your day-to-day. And so when you think about applying things to your day-to-day and learning from the content that I push out, I think it's only fitting that this week's episode is centered on a personal rant. And it's centered on some advice that I think is very clear-cut, advice that's straightforward, advice that is very concise. It's very simple. Shut up. The importance of knowing when to keep your mouth shut, the importance of knowing when to keep things to yourself, the importance of realizing that you don't have to share everything with everyone, and the understanding that everyone can't handle everything. And so when you look at all of those truths, I hope that it becomes apparent to you that there is a unique value in keeping your mouth shut. And I want to spend the next 20 or so minutes with you, giving you more clarity around why keeping your mouth shut will really benefit you in the long run. So as you think about the importance of shutting up, the first reason why you ought to keep your mouth shut is because in speaking, you can subconsciously or unintentionally confine your goals and the goals of other people. And if you've been following us, you'll know that I touched on this very same topic in the very first episode entitled New Year's Resolution, where I talked about how you have to be careful about what you tell others and you have to be careful about what you allow other people to tell you. And I said that it's important to take note of both of those things because people can unintentionally confine your goals. I use that quote, don't tell me the sky is the limit when there are footprints on the moon, to highlight the fact that for many people, the sky is their limit. For many people, what they deem possible, what they can imagine is confined to what's been done before or by what's right in front of them. And so by you continuing to share things with other people, you expose your dreams and your goals and desires to the risk of others not seeing that for you and to others being able to diminish those goals and confine them, ultimately making you worse off. So the first reason why you ought to shut up is is because there's a value in being careful about what you tell others. And I have to be honest with you, As much as I go around on this podcast giving this piece of advice, I actually failed to live out this truth rather recently in my life. About two weeks ago, I attended a college reunion. I was connecting with old college friends, and I ran into one friend, and I was telling this person about a decision or an action that I was taking that I was excited about, and I was just sharing and expecting that person to be just as excited, to be just as on board with the decision, to be just as enthusiastic, but I didn't get that response. Instead, I got a more concerned response, face crunched up, you know, questions about, you know, Paul, do you think that's really the right choice or do you think that uh, you're doing the right thing and in that moment I realized 
once again, the value of being careful about what I tell others. And it's not to say that this friend was being mischievous or being rude or diminishing my goals, but it was about realizing that people operate and conduct themselves in different ways and that people's worldviews are shaped by different data points and different experiences. And that when you try to discuss certain things with people, you have to understand they're not going to be able to envision the risk that you're seeking to take. They're not going to be able to wholeheartedly endorse your actions because it's just not something that they would ever think of or imagine doing. And so as I began to think about this truth and this reality, I wasn't at all upset with the person who reacted in the way that they did. I wasn't mad about that. I wasn't frustrated about that. I was more so looking internally and asking myself two questions. The first question was, why did I feel the need to share that with the person? And then secondly, why was I so impacted by their response? So why did I feel the need to tell my friend this information? And then secondly, why was I so impacted by their response? And as I began to think about those two questions in more detail, I began to realize that I wanted to share and I was so impacted by the response primarily because I was seeking out the entire time this person's validation for my action and for my decision. I was so focused on getting this person to validate and bless my decision that when I didn't get that, I began to tense up, become guarded and, and more so confused by why they couldn't see what I saw for myself. And so in that way, I was not operating under the advice that I had given you all in week one, and I wasn't being careful about what I was sharing with other people. And so that's one of the values uh, in keeping your mouth shut is because in keeping your mouth shut, you avoid the risk of having your ideas or your goals challenged or confined by other people. Now, this is not to say that you should never ask for advice. This is not to say that you should never rely on a board of directors or mentors for guidance and assistance, but it's about making sure that you're going about it with the right intentions in mind. I made the mistake of going into this interaction with the end goal being validation and blessing of my decision, which ultimately got me into a world of trouble as it knocked me off course when I didn't get the response that I was anticipating or looking for. And so that's firstly why you need to shut up, but you also need to keep your mouth shut because sometimes your words and your statements can serve to confine other people. And I this happened to me, another anecdote, uh, recently when I was talking to a friend. They were sharing about how they had this goal to do X, Y, or Z thing. And they had made it clear that this was their goal, this was their vision, and this was their, their mission that they had for themselves. And then in a follow-up conversation, it appeared as if they were deviating from that plan or changing the talking points around that plan. And when I brought that up, it led to not necessarily an argument, but it led to a contentious conversation where the person was trying to explain their rationale and their reasoning for their desired career trajectory or goals. And it, it led to a long, drawn-out discussion and debate about what they said and about what their goal was and about if the action they were thinking about taking was going to ultimately hurt their goal. And after all that time, I had to step back and say, why am I trying to tell someone else what they ought to be doing with their life and with their career? Yes, I can offer advice if it's requested. Yes, I can share my opinion if it's requested. But this was a situation where someone was sharing something. They didn't ask for my opinion. And here I am trying to tell them what they ought to be doing and why their potential decision could be detrimental to their career. I had no place, no business saying that. And it was an example of a way in which even I was acting in a way in which I was confining 
other people's goals to what I thought was possible. And that's the other reason why you have to learn to shut up and be careful about what you tell others. Because if you're not seeking validation, then the other thing you could potentially be doing is trying to project your fears or your priorities onto other people. And that's exactly what I was doing in this situation. I was projecting my priorities onto this other person. I am a 24 year old single male. And I was giving advice to a 24-year-old male who was in a relationship. That dynamic alone creates a predicament in which our priorities may be drastically different. Whereas when I think about my career and I'm prioritizing climbing the ladder or whatever it may be, I'm not factoring in a significant other. I'm not adding into my equation or my calculus the fact that I have to incorporate another human being's preferences and perspective into my decision making. And so that fact alone made it difficult for me to place myself in my friend's shoes because I I was single and I was telling someone in a relationship how they should think about their career or decision that they were making. And so in that way, by not being careful about what I was telling someone else, I was subconsciously confining their goals and their aspirations to what I thought was possible. And what I thought was possible was confined to my priorities, namely around being single and having freedom to choose and and up and go and do whatever I please. Whereas this other person had to factor in a whole other person and their perspectives and their preferences and being with them. And so in that way, I had to learn the lesson of shutting up and realizing that I don't know everything that my priorities and my perspective may be confined to my current reality, which may make it difficult and impossible for me to help others who may have drastically different calculations and perspectives and data points that they are taking into consideration. So that at the highest level is the first reason why you need to keep your mouth shut. You need to keep your mouth shut because your talking could be confining your goals by sharing things out of a desire for validation or by projecting your perspective onto others and really confining their goals to what you think is possible. But then the second reason why you have to shut up is because words matter and words have power. Came across a couple of cool quotes around this, one by Rachel Wolchin, she's a singer and songwriter. She notes, be mindful when it comes to your words. A string of some that don't mean much to you may stick with someone else for a lifetime. Another quote is by a pastor, Joel Osteen. He says, be careful what you say. You can say something hurtful in 10 seconds, but 10 years later, the wounds are still there. Motivational speaker, Les Brown, I mentioned him in my very first episode, someone that I follow very closely. He notes that negative thoughts or comments can take as many as 17 positive affirmations to overcome. So in other words, one negative thought or one negative comment can be so significant that it actually takes 17 times the amount of positive affirmation to help you overcome that initial negative comment that you encountered or experienced. And lastly, Betty Eady, she's an author. She notes, if we understood the power of our thoughts, we would guard them more closely. If we understood the awesome power of our words, we would prefer silence to almost anything negative. In our thoughts and words, we create our own weaknesses and our own strengths. Our limitations and joys begin in our hearts. We can always replace negative with positive. And I think all of these quotes touch on a very real fact, a very real truth, that your words matter. And the importance of sometimes learning when to keep your mouth shut, it's centered on this belief that sometimes 
words that you say to others may have an impact on them. When you say, I can't see you doing that. When you say, I don't think that's right for you. I couldn't imagine you being in that position. I don't see that happening for you. While they may be words to you, you have no idea the amount of impact that can have on someone and how those comments can stick with them to the point where they abandon their dreams or they confine their aspirations because those negative comments have knocked them off balance, have led them to a place where they no longer think that it's possible. So you have to shut up because your words can confine others' goals and your own goals, but you secondly have to shut up because words have power. And I hate that quote about sticks and stones may break my bones, words can never hurt me, because that's not true. Words have a significant amount of power, and if we're not careful about what we allow ourselves to filter out in conversations and what we say to others and what we say to ourselves, if we're not careful about that, we can ultimately be in a predicament where we're doing more harm than good, we're causing more harm than good, and we're not being beneficial or adding any value to conversations. We're only adding negativity. So being mindful, again, of what you say and understanding sometimes maybe it's right to shut up because if you have nothing positive, nothing valuable, or nothing significant to add, there's really no point in potentially spouting negativity and negative energy into the atmosphere. But then the last and the final reason why you ought to shut up is because it could be hurting you and your goals in the long term. There's a TED Talk by Derek Sivers entitled, Keeping Your Goals to Yourself. And he talks about how when you tell someone your goal, it actually makes it less likely that that goal will happen, that it will come to fruition. In other words, when you tell someone your goal and they acknowledge it, it creates what psychologists call a social reality. It ultimately makes your mind think that it's already been done, that task or that goal that you have. And you feel the satisfaction from that, that feeling of that social reality so much so that you're less motivated to act on that goal that you talked about. So, for example, if I say I'm going to the gym and someone says, wow, that's great. I'm actually creating in my mind a feeling that I've already accomplished that goal so much so that I'm less motivated to act on it because the satisfaction has already been acquired from just simply stating that I'm going to do it. So that's very important in this conversation around shutting up to understand that there may actually be some value in keeping your goals and your dreams and your aspirations to yourself. There may actually be some value in not sharing everything with everyone, again, because in sharing, you can create a dynamic where you feel like you've already accomplished the goal or you've decreased the satisfaction and motivation needed to complete the goal because you've already gotten the validation and the blessing of others without doing literally anything to actually act on those goals. And in the TED Talk, he uh, dives deeper into a study that was done by Peter Goldwitzer. Uh, he looks at individuals across four separate tests, and everyone's able to write down their own personal goal. And after writing down their goal, half of the participants spoke aloud about their commitment to achieving their goal, and then uh, the other half sort of kept that goal, that aspiration to themselves. Everyone was then given 45 minutes of work to lead them to accomplishing whatever goal they had. And they were also given the opportunity to stop at any time. So any time within that 45-minute window, they could stop working on their goal and do whatever else they wanted. And what the study found is that those who kept their mouths shut, those who didn't share their goals aloud to the crowd, they actually worked the entire 45 minutes towards that goal and after they were done, after the 45 minutes had expired, they felt that they still had so much more to do to accomplish that goal. Contrast that with the individuals who spoke aloud in the study. They only worked for about 33 minutes, 
And after the time had expired and elapsed, they felt that they had accomplished more and that they were much closer to their goal. And so as this study shows us, there is a value in keeping your mouth shut. That when you speak your goals aloud, when you share them with everyone as was done in this study, you actually spend less time working on the goal or working towards the goal and you're led to believe that you've actually gotten further than you actually are in the process. Contrast that with the individuals who didn't share their goals aloud, who spent the entire time working on it and had the clarity and the perspective to know that there was still much more that needed to be done to get them into a position where they could really accomplish and achieve the goals that they had set for themselves. And so all this to say that, again, there is some value in keeping your mouth shut. And I love the Irish proverb. It says, God gave us two ears and one mouth so that we ought to listen twice as much as we speak. So that's the crux of this rant. It's about learning to shut up, learning to keep your mouth shut, learning that you don't have to share everything, learning that you can keep some things to yourself. Because we see that when you do speak, you have the potential to confine your goals and others' goals to what you deem is possible or what others deem is possible, that when you speak, you may not realize the power that your words have in really impacting and, and sticking with people for long periods of time and maybe hampering and impeding upon their ability to realize their potential. You also need to stop talking primarily because, as studies show, sharing and, and discussing your goals actually creates a dynamic in which you're less motivated and less likely to actually make them happen because you've already gotten a high from sharing and getting reception and acknowledgement from others of the goals that you want to achieve. And so I say all that to say that this week, I hope you will give much thought to shutting up. You will give much thought to keeping things to yourself and that you will give much thought to realizing that the only validation you need is from yourself and that by shutting up, you may actually be closer to realizing the goals dreams and desires that you have for your life thanks again for tuning in to the 19th official episode of the riley rant remember if it's sunday it's time to rant if it's sunday it's the riley rant